0: Welcome to the Further North Podcast, your weekly dose of the North Melbourne footy club. My name is Josh and this is a fan-run podcast doing match previews, reviews and everything North. Let's get it started. Whoa!
1: well I, that is that is hard as it's such a hard intro to do should i should I
0: intro it or should you intro it i I'll,
1: I'll do the intro
0: please can you please do the intro
1: guys welcome back to the further north podcast where mm. Josh is currently just in a mental manic state of just defeat after yeah. that match he so much so he's passed on the intro reigns <laughs> to me uh, guys I'm done <laughs> I'm completely
0: done and I need to make some big life changes um I'm as flat as I've ever been. I. It's almost an
1: out-of-body experience, isn't
0: it? Yeah, I'm. I'm spiritual now, <laughs> and I. All of a sudden, I've got an urge to know what your star sign is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Taurus. If we're, if we're going down oh, that path, yeah, you but would be too. You would be. <laughs> no. Um. No, I identify as defeat after that. <laughs> that one there. Yeah. It's just. Well, where would you like to start?
0: How do we start? This. Um. We've just lost to the West Coast Eagles by five points. Now, regardless of what happened during that game, a loss, it's not good enough. No. And there's not many positives to draw from this game. In isolated spurts, yes, but I don't really feel like giving them any credit because I hate all of the players.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. Like, you know, we've watched a quarter and 10 minutes of good footy from them. And against the, uh, like historically the
0: one of the worst teams. Yes.
1: Ever. Which annoyingly we saw today. They stood up to the challenge. They put the pressure on annoyingly at the worst time of the year for us. Yeah. I don't know where they were hiding that all year or if they, they just, they rise up for the occasion or spoon bowl. They sunk to it's new lows.
0: Fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, my brain right now is completely scattered.
1: Well, you, I did take a quote from you just here that you said, uh, getting up from the couch after finishing the match, I've never felt worse in my entire life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's – no, nothing more true has ever been said after a game of football. Um, this is going to be one of those ones that, like, it's, you know, like a breakup, every – there'll be stages. Right now, I, I, during the game, I was angry. I was yep. angry. Right now, I'm completely flat. And then I know disappointment will settle in about 11pm tonight.
1: That's the grieving stage?
0: Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then it's just, it's it's open. It's an open mind field where my brain goes from there. Um, I think this podcast needs to be a reflection of how we feel. And hopefully that mirrors what all North fans are feeling. Because I'm telling you now, I'm not gonna try and make positive arguments for this team. Yeah, because they don't deserve it, and I don't have that ability.
1: And have you, as you've seen, what we like to do, we're very positive. It's getting real hard to stay positive. It's it's <laughs> definitely our shtick is to do the yeah. positive side. Yes. Oh god, how do you do it after that?
0: It's hard. Look, who knows? Maybe ten minutes in, I'll have mentally gone through my journey, and then here we go with the positivity. Maybe not positivity, but at least least some fun and a little bit of cheer and laughter. But um, i got to have my reaction.
1: Well, just West Coast, carry that form on and give us the number one pick. (laughs) What else do we have to show from this, really? Give us Harley. That's all we want now.
0: The only good thing that comes from this is surely now the AFL has to give us a priority pick.
1: Oh, 100%. If that wasn't a case before, yeah. they've got the case now.
0: Because I, I at the working of the barbershop, like I talk about all the time, I talk about a lot of footy, and the amount of supporters coming in thinking North shouldn't be getting something like that is insane. They're all supporting – I mean, everyone in Victoria only supports Collingwood and Richmond, but I don't know. It's just dire, and it ha- we have to – be gifted something. Otherwise, we're going to remain where we are for a very, very, very long time.
1: You would think that, but there were parts of that game where we saw what they can do. I mean, just look at Paul Curtis, just put the team on his back for a quarter. Yeah. We had 10 minutes of just taking the game on. Like, they can do it. They've shown they have it in them. Well, why do you think... It's just a switch off.
0: Why do you think it fluctuated so heavily? Like, I, you look at the worm from this game and it's like... Dominant West Coast, dominant North, dominant West Coast, dominant North. Yeah.
1: Like we said before the podcast, it was one end of the ground that just saw every goal but I think two or three today. So it would suck to be on the other end of that stadium.
0: Why do you think it's that inconsistent though? What do you – and I know we're never going to know the answer to this, but why can we come out so differently in so many quarters? Because I'm not a person that usually likes to read into body language too much. Except for Ben McKay, <laughs> <laughs> but he was actually he took some important marks
1: today. But how about that? <laughs> out on the floor, out on the floor? No, it wasn't out on the floor. Was no, it? He's just, he's just just a the massive shank miscue? you'll ever see yeah. in the back pocket. And he had a laugh for a second, and then it kicked I, I in that you yeah. need to recover from this. Yeah, you need to. Yeah. Now the, just, the pressure's back on.
0: I just don't know how it 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 swings that far, and the body language does look awful. And the I, I really do think that we need so much so a historical amount of turnover in this team. And I don't think it's individually just because the players aren't good enough, but I think the losing mentality is so ingrained in what our team believes. I just – how do I say it? They dropped so much and that's why I think it was so inconsistent. As soon as Mm -hmm. the first couple of goals went through for the Eagles, we just – Flattened for the rest of the quarter. Then we come back and we, be, we're dominant.
1: Is that missing someone to pick them up then? Is that, is that missing well, I guess a bit of leadership?
0: I would say absolutely. And like I've been saying all season, especially in the last month or six weeks, I think Zeeble did that when he came on to a degree, as much as you can do from the back line.
1: Yeah, a good last quarter for sure. There's
0: two people on this team that I trust to lift this team and it's Larky and it's Zeeble. There is nobody else. Not McDonald and not Simkin. I like Simkin as a speaker and he's a good face of the club, but even though his stats maybe reflect he had an okay game, I thought he barely had an influence on that
1: game. You don't think LDU? Ooh,
0: yeah, but I don't see him as the guy who's gonna lead
1: anything. Mm.
0: He he's a great player.
1: He's a lead by example kind of guy, but you think as far as yeah, speech and I
0: just think his body language sometimes can be a little bit eh. But I think everybody who plays for this team should be. I don't blame them because if I'd lost – what is it now? Is that 17 in a row?
1: Yes, it is 17.
0: (laughs) insane to say out loud. Yeah. That's insane.
1: And you are on the podcast currently with Admin1 who has been blamed a lot for (laughs) – the dip in form. I should have introduced you. Sorry, my nah, mum. i have so flat, man. When I leave, you're just going to do your own little intro anyway, which is <laughs> yeah. probably going to be harder then because you'll yes. be, be in the grieving phase of this that's loss. That's true, yeah. But, yes, Admin 1 has copped the brunt of abuse for the curse, which does correlate with every single loss this team has had this season.
0: The, the, the thing that probably is the most dire thing about this club is that I did think we would win because Kane Turner was back, just like he's been for all our wins. Um, I mean, he
1: did his job early.
0: He did his job early. And that's one of the points I wrote down was Turner's pressure and his goal early was great.
1: Well, that's his role. He kicks a goal. He gets 13 come on, boys. Yes. He has maybe four tackles. That's his role. He smothers as well. He did it today. He had that good smother.
0: But but this is why the team is average. Yeah. Because we're looking for a guy like that in in the most respectful way possible who's just not good enough to be on any other team in this league. Yeah. And we're relying on someone like that. Larky and Zebu are the only two people for me that can pick this team up. Seeing Larky yell at people for not putting it on his chest, for not kicking it to his advantage. Yeah, you like
1: seeing the emotion.
0: Yeah, because that's what I think leadership is. You know, there's people – you can lead with your actions, but if you've got to have a combination as a leader. For me, you've got to have – you've got to be vocal – You've got to be loud. You've got to be telling people where to go. But you've also got to be able to back it up with your form. And people criticize Jack Siebel a lot for apparently his bad kicking. I could not disagree more with that. Yes, Jack Zebel kicked it out of bounds twice against Essendon. Other than that, he's the only one that gets it around the half back line and will hit a target and will maintain possession for our team. He does it every single week. He puts his body on the line. He's got good hands and people seem to want him gone and now he's retiring which I guess we can talk about a little bit i just th-
1: that's where do you go from here we need him yeah
0: we need him there next year because i don't see anybody who can do anything like he can do and that's not because z was so amazing that no one can do it it's because everyone's so poor maybe a jackson archer who i thought
1: competed really hard today competed's the word because he lost a lot of one-on-ones yeah but the effort was there when he was running people down. Yeah. He might have had a turnover and then he's the first one to try and mop it up. He was really putting it in. But yeah.
0: But I think I think his effort leads to at least a stoppage. Maybe he'll get beaten in a one-on-one or something, but I don't, I don't remember many times when he was beaten, which led to a goal. Yeah. And I think guys like that, the club's always been about like shin bonus spirit and put your body on the line and heart and soul and stuff, but you can't keep saying that when the on-field performance is so different?
1: Well, I think the story with Zebel was it's a very big part of do you embrace the rebuild? So if he's retiring, I mean, he's not going to be part of a North Premiership side, unfortunately, <laughs> as we all might have thought. Not next year? I mean, he, if he does a shock comeback, but... <laughs> Like, do it, it, give it, us a
0: John Farnham or something. Yeah. And just come back out of nowhere. Yeah,
1: just do it a couple times, too. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. really rev the boys up. Absolutely. But, yeah. I think I, I want to go back to a point we had before of what happened today specifically because we uh, saw important parts of the game where they really did well. I think we saw a lot of just the mental load of this week on them. I think both clubs, it just must have been in the players' heads all day, every day, that this is a must win. Yeah. It's bottom of the table game yeah and i I think that that really played on their minds today
0: yeah i agree and i i said this a few weeks ago on the podcast was we need one everyone said this we need to learn how to win but i i i don't know if i blame i know we didn't play today but like a Zerha, a Larky, a simpkin in LDU, guys who have been here for four or five years.
1: i got to say, I don't think Zerha in the team today changes much. You don't reckon? Paul Curtis did his job. Well,
0: Paul Curtis did, but so, I, I like the... You, you have the, two of them. I don't know. But. I think I think Zerha's a good player to throw in the midfield to mix something up. And I think his aggression... We got bullied for two and a half... Well, yeah, two and a half quarters, I guess. Yep. And... You know, at least he'll get in and, and give it a go and sometimes his pressure can turn something over. Like, he could have been a difference with, you know, just sending the ball as long as possible to like his head and he can't mark them. Mm. Which was know.
1: the story of the day, wasn't it? Which we needed a be X
0: factor. Paul Curtis brought that for a quarter, but then it went away. Yeah. Which I don't entirely blame him for,
1: but... Well, I think they went to him then. they Yeah. they did They did what teams do and that's... They adapt and they start tagging him.
0: Yeah. But the West Coast Eagles should not be tagging you out of a game. You know what I mean? Um, And at the end, we said this sort of from the third quarter. It's just too little too late. Like I'm I'm happy they made a comeback and I'm – you know, well it
1: gave us hope and we said hope is a dangerous thing. Hope is a dangerous thing. Because That's two we, weeks we in a kept row. we kept saying that oh it's just a bit out of reach, It's a bit out of reach. And then Paul Curtis did that centering ball to Steve O, which was the chaos ball that was needed for that point of the game. Yeah. And it just I don't know if it was the bounce, it was just the positioning. All that needed was that nice little push in. And mm. I think who knows what could have happened? I did tell you when we were down by about yeah, I think 30s. Like, there's 30 a one percent chance we win this.
0: Yeah, and it was close. Yeah, you. It, I mean, you're on the money. You should have given us more of a percentage. And we would have done it.
1: Yeah, it's your awful call. Yeah, I know. Well, it's the curse of admin one. That's what they say. <laughs>
0: but. Yeah, uh, maybe a lighter talking point. Um, simpkins two handed bounce. What did you think of that?
1: It was strange because he hit the one-handed bounce just the next yeah, quarter. Yeah,
0: the, yeah, exactly. Like what? He looked like he'd never bounced a football before. I don't get it.
1: Like, because yeah. that is like footy consistency. Because you think they're trying to spot up the target, so they're like, "I'm gonna drill yeah. it to this person," and then the double-handed bounce comes out of nowhere. Mm. And I guess
0: the yeah, the Paul Curtis one where well, Paul Curtis didn't kick it, but it bounced off the line. And he just like shit tried to shepherd it through, which I don't blame Paul Curtis for not attacking the footy because he shepherded it over the line. That was the thing you should have done. But I, that's a I, one I in I think he pounds. sat back
1: and watched. I think from I think memory, once the
0: ball bounced, I'd like him to be a little bit more alert. But I think he did the right thing trying to. it That comes it through. with experience. Too. Yeah.
1: What to if you've been in that position, which is so rare. Mm. I mean, I haven't seen it before, or just those little bits they improve as you. Yeah. Stick it out, but. That was, that was a strange one. He recovered though because you he, gotta did, think, he started the game with he watched the ball come back into play well, and he then hit the he's, post he's hit the post from the goal post, square. He? <laughs> the 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 goal square. Style. And then he's kicked three from the goal square just within the next yeah. 10 minutes. Look, so it was it an was it was unbelievable
0: quarter and you can see what he can do. And uh, this is why for a long time I've sort of tried to be like, he he just keep him in the team and play him into form. I'm yep. not saying he's in form now, but like, we we don't have the depth to be able to drop people all the time.
1: It's almost pick your twenty two, stay consistent, and yeah. let them work it out. Absolutely. Well, another um, good one I thought. Yeah. Building on Paul Curtis was the Sheasel today.
0: The She's trained is going absolutely swimmingly.
1: Yeah, it's she's amazingly.
0: I didn't think. I was surprised when you told me that Shees had been everywhere because I don't
1: You hadn't seen him and I said he's the leading ball getter on the ground yeah. right now and then I think LDU caught up in front. I
0: think there's just so much chaos going on in that back line that it all just molds.
1: He moves it quick into one. Yeah.
0: Um but no, Shees was class and especially at the end there with that little so centering clever.
1: ball. So clever.
0: Straight to LDU um but once again sort of too little too late like we had momentum and the Eagles were able to stem that flow for like six minutes when they locked it into the their forward line all the time. We just we just have no transition football ability. Do you think There's, that was... Yeah, you go.
1: Do you think that was and rolling the dice by putting him forward? Because that was a long time coming, that.
0: You may as well put everybody forward. It, it
1: looked it, like the only big switch up I saw when the team was down by 30.
0: She, she's all... We need someone else who's class off that halfback line. Cause she's all, I think looks even better in the forward line or at least forward in the forward 50. Um, but we got lots of players like that who dip in and out. It's like Taron Thomas. I thought, you know, he started bright and he looked, he was around everything, but maybe the impact wasn't there. That's sort of how I feel about LDU today was Most, his stats yeah. look great, but did he, re- did he really, really impact the game? Probably the most out of North players, but not as not enough that we need
1: it. Well, I think both of them today, a couple of clearances each, a couple of times getting held holding the ball, and that just yeah, that yes. that brings their level down a little bit. Yeah. But I want to say they fought hard. They did. But I think they were we trying. know we know they're talented. Yeah. So I think yeah we're just we're wanting to see a bit more because yeah. we're just looking for anything right now to kind of give Sheed, us a bit of hope.
0: Dom Sheed really did a number on um, LDU and Taryn Thomas in the middle, though. And Will Phillips was anonymous on that field today.
1: Um, Saw bits of him in the last quarter. Bits but of
0: him in the last, around the ground, but around the, the same, contest, like the stoppages, anonymous.
1: It was the same with Steve-O. Like, they came alive in the last quarter. Yeah. but little, too little, Too, too late. little, too late is the yeah. story of the day. And you can't be too little, too late against the <laughs> bottom side and – Well, this is the thing. They they suck. They
0: suck. Yeah, but we suck.
1: Yeah, and that's spoon bowl for you. Yeah, the
0: the the only thing we've got going for us, better than West Coast, is we have potential. Yeah, some A grade talent potential. That's it. There's nothing else that West Coast do worse than us. Like, I can't. I'm not giving the team any credit anymore because I'm hurt and I'm emotional. And I'm sad.
1: 17 losses will do that to you. And I don't know what the next couple of games look like. I know we've got, I want to say, the guaranteed win against Richmond still to come.
0: (laughs) We're not. Like, how have we got worse than last year?
1: It's – well, here's the thing. So, from round two, wins had already been matched. Yeah. So, I don't know if you can say we've got worse because – and the club's been through a bit of turmoil too. I think I I said to you just before – you get a full season out of Clarko, I think this year's four wins, maybe five wins. I think it's been a lot of choppy yeah. changes, important players in and out, and obviously that goes for every single club. Mm. But the coach swapping, um I do, I just do. There's been agree. plenty that's rattled them.
0: Here's here's something for you then to get your opinion on. A little bit of a left sort of turn on this conversation, but looking at the grand scheme of the season, I think there's a lot more. Because when you listen to, you know, old Caney boy and Caro just going hell for leather at us, right? I'm I, I'm terrified to see the midweek Cane Corns highlight reel of how bad North were. Yeah, and I said that you, before, didn't yeah. I? Say that the worst part about this—the uh, week—it's he, like he's on the beach in Bali right now, yeah. feet up, a couple of ladies. He's on that on his meme side. where he's
1: just like licking his lips, just ready just annihilate, and yep. it sucks because it does
0: suck because he's such a wanker. Because
1: what sucks about this, and I said this to you before. This just validated all the bad things he was saying. 100%. Year, and that hurts
0: bad. 100%. Anyway. Not
1: all of them, but there's a fair chunk now that <laughs> he's agree. right about and it just sucks. I
0: agree because we all stood by this club saying – And we're going to continue to. We're and we are going to continue to. <laughs> disclaimer. Did a disclaimer for this whole episode. <laughs> I might not believe some things I say on this episode <laughs> next week. So exactly, give us a pass. Someone commented on the, one of the YouTube videos saying that I whinge all the time, and seventeen I can, losses will do that to like, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't I do that all the time? Anyway, anyway,
1: they should go follow North close to a flag. <laughs> Absolutely, get some, li- get some light in your life. You know, <laughs> oh, it's hard, <laughs> it's real hard.
0: If I if you weren't here right now, this podcast would be unlistenable. I
1: worry for the walls around here. You'd be screaming at them.
0: Absolutely, I uh, might hibernate. <laughs> Anyway, um, I think we've been screwed over in other aspects of things as well. And as an example for this, the two years that we got the number one pick was the Ashcroft and the Dacos drafts. And they both go to top four teams already at that point. And they're the best talents in the country. Yep. Now, the father-son rule, as much as I love players like Jacko and Cooper Harvey coming into this team, but they're not first-round picks, right? That system is awful, the father-son thing. It's nice sentimentally, but though players of that talent should not be going to teams contending for a title. And imagine if we had some of those guys in our team. Yep. If our midfield was Dacos and Ashcroft, we're not where we are right now. And does that also mean that we had another option and didn't have to draft Horn Francis who then pissed off anyway? So we've really been screwed over in that aspect, which is just an AFL rule. It's not something we did wrong because if, if a kid tells us he wants to come to the club, you draft him, yep. right? We just didn't know he lied to us. And if <laughs> it's true, it's true. And would we have taken Dacos if he was available? We knew he was never available. Imagine I mean, if he was on our team.
1: Yeah, the guy's a freak. Of course, you would take him if you 100%, could. A hundred percent. And out a
0: national, so that so the, the two years is, we've got the number one pick. I think yeah. the father son was really really screwed us over. The other thing is that North Melbourne went out and did something last offseason that literally changed the whole dynamic of the club, which is go and get Alastair Clarkson. Now, the fact that another club's screw up is our problem is wild, and that's something that's not like you said before. I also believe you, if we had Clarkson the entire year, I reckon we'd be about where Hawthorne are right
1: now. And that's not to say that Ratten is a bad coach at all. No. Because I firmly believe he should have two or three wins under this team and mm. I wouldn't say he's been stitched up because yeah. obviously it's a winless term he's had. But there's been some moments where he's just, he's come so close.
0: I, 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 I kind of agree and with you, but I, I kind like of him. Don't.
1: I like him as a coach.
0: See I think we're falling and this will be a good debate because I I kind of disagree but it's yep. good content. Yeah. Great content.
1: If anyone we chooses to listen to this after <laughs> a huge loss.
0: If you're listening to this, you you're, you're a true stan.
1: They've got through all the other podcasts Gosh. they had on their list this week.
0: Yeah. So there's a there's a thing I think we do with North Melbourne and I and I've used this with players like Core and Jerry and and guys like that. I think we've set the bar so low that when little things go right, we praise it like it's getting better when we always fall back into old habits. So there is a part of me that goes in isolation, the second quarter and the fourth quarter sort of pushback. Great. But it, we, we will turn up next week and get done by 70 plus. And that's the thing we've seen improvement, but there's always regression mm. and Someone like Ratten, I think we're falling victim to the he's a nice guy thing.
1: Where I don't think he's a very nice guy. I think he's been spraying them recently. <laughs> but Maybe.
0: But every report from every St Kilda and Carlton fan I know is Ratten is a real clubman. He's a get around mm-hmm. the boys kind of guy. He's a culture setter. And that's great. But if you don't win, I don't care about the culture. I don't we- care. Because we're, you have to win games. Mm. I'm, I don't care about... Oh, the boys aren't that flat. It's actually really good culture there. Oh, everyone's turns up to training, puts in 100%. I don't care if you don't win. At this point, I don't care. Just win. I don't care if Luke McDonald's taking people out to Bulls cooking every night. (laughs) I don't don't care if people are sitting there cracking a joke, fist bumping, playing some little yachty and like dancing like teens. I don't care if everyone's happy to be there. Win a game of football.
1: It's hard, isn't it? Like, and the, I wouldn't be saying this after a couple is, of
0: losses. I'm saying this after 17 in a
1: row, and it just it stacks. It's not like one loss hurts just as much as the next. It, uh, the the yeah. pain stacks and it it gets worse. But yeah. I think looking at today, just as a standalone, yeah, we saw. They think I think they had 32 points from turnovers in the first quarter. That maybe was the, the first, first half, half, I think. Yeah, that's that is not game plan. That is no. skill error. Skill error. Yeah. So you I'm think not completely
0: blaming Ratten for like a bad game plan because we can see when it gets turned on, it's attacking, and however, I actually think we're exciting to watch sometimes.
1: I do wish he nipped it in the bud early for these kicking to contests because none of them worked. I think I was telling you that yeah, if we if we hear a contest and someone spoiled it out on the four, I said this is good for us. Yeah, you we were saying, and I agree and with you. And but you, that's you were such saying a low we standard. shouldn't it exactly. Yes. proves your point. We shouldn't want that.
0: No, we shouldn't be going. Oh, that could have gone worse. But thank God it went out of bounds. That's not good. That's awful. So many players, I said this last week, we're so willing to pick up the ball and just go to ground and take the ball up. When teams like Collingwood, teams like the Bulldogs, who have elite hand skills, will flick that ball behind their head to someone and they're out. And West Coast did that to us all day. Around the contest, um, we were so poor.
1: We said in the third quarter, we said, I don't think we've had an easy chain no. once. It just didn't come. Because those couple of
0: times, like when Steve-O broke on the wing or LD went through the middle a couple of times, so rare too. I was just like, oh, my God, here we go. But I'm saying that not because we're great, because it's so rare <laughs> that I can't believe what I'm watching. And my standard for success, I'm refusing to let it drop. I'm not saying everyone who's a North fan's doing that. Everyone can have their own ideals and things like that. But I just think we're we're accepting mediocrity more than we should be. I agree. ratten should Ratton have won those couple of games, or should North Melbourne have won those couple of games? Ratton. Yes, you could say he's been harshly treated in the past, these other two clubs, but there's a reason why he's not an AFL coach. And there's a reason why he's come back to North, or not back to North, but come to North to be under Clarkson as a part-timer because he doesn't have it. I love that he's a nice guy and I love that when he came in, Wardlaw was in and we looked better against the Swans and the the, the Dogs and the Essendon and all those games. That's And Saints, that's nice, but we got nothing out of those games. Yep. So it's not good enough. It's it's a results-driven business and he's ha- as much as there's been exciting times where it looks to have improved, like after that run in the middle of the season against the Swans and against the Bombers and everything, We thought we'd turned. We thought it had turned. Maybe not always to be winning, but that's the standard. And it went away so quick. Because how we came out of the bye was awful. And it summed it up with that Hawks loss. So why are we playing that bad after doing that well a few weeks before? That Geelong-Adelaide-Hawthorn games, they they were some of the worst football I've ever seen played by any team. But a few weeks before, before the bye... Why do we look so much better? And that little chunk of the – that two-month period of the season was summed up in this game today where how can we look so good in individual quarters but so bad in other ones?
1: It's baffling. It's a strange one. So if Ratten it's, can't – tough one, yeah, <laughs> if, if
0: Ratten can't get him to play like the second quarter or the fourth quarter every quarter, then he's not good enough. Do I think yeah, Clarkson I, can change it? I don't know.
1: I was – Thinking along those lines that, you know, we saw the roll of the dice at the end, but is it the story of the day? It was just too little too late. Yeah. Was he not making enough changes? Obviously, we're not in the box. We don't know. Yeah. Obviously, there was enough there to get us sorted within a sniff of the win. Yeah. But I I think, and as an expectation, there's there's two things from that. So one, Mm. it's the bottom two clubs. You're expecting, we expected going in as favourites for to get a win.
0: Uh, Which I know yeah, you've got yeah. your
1: feelings about because you thought as soon as we were favorites, it was over. Because
0: it's a cause it's mental. Men, it is mental. It's it's a mental thing, and this team is the weakest team mentally in the league. And I really like it's it's so true. You saw it against the Saints last week. You saw it again in the first quarter today. In the third quarter, especially, we did all that work to get back in the game. that, that the weak mentality. I just, they knew they were going to lose. They knew. They knew they were gonna lose last week. They knew they were gonna lose this week.
1: I think they had the expectation to win. I so think when they would, when yeah. they came out and actually kicked a few on us, that's when it shocked them, and they, they well, never okay, really recovered. Yes,
0: that's kind of what I meant. So yeah, I believe they went into this game thinking they can win it. I believe that. Yeah, but it's how quick it goes. Like ten minutes into a quarter, it'll go completely. I can't remember what game it was. Maybe it was against the Giants where we kicked the first few and we looked all right. And then they got a couple back by quarter time and bang. The rest of the game, we were out of it.
1: I guess that comes back to knowing where the club is at because I feel like experience is what's capable of leading the comeback.
0: Mm. And but I think not picking a Hugh Greenwood, putting Zebul as the sub and putting guys like Kane Turner, Lockie Young, all of these guys in the team over those guys is insane. And yeah. that's another thing where I'm like, Ratton, pull your head in.
1: You, you are talking about Hugh Greenwood's number one fan. He's an All-Australian ruckman, mind you. <laughs> and I think he was just what was needed today because I've spoken about it, I think, a couple of times now. The chaos ball just seemed to work today and his balls that he kicks are yeah. chaos. Yeah. Hugh, Hugh Greenwood,
0: how many times do we see the, the Eagles run out of a contest or out of the middle with not much pressure on them? Hugh Greenwood would have laid the most tackles on the field today. Yeah. It's it's honest corruption. That he didn't get selected. Like, I know we like Kane Turner for his smothers and everything, but Hugh Greenwood does all of that and is a good footballer. So how are we not putting the most quality on the field
1: possible? I don't know. I, I would have liked to see him, but who knows, man. You, I
0: mean, you you said at the start of the season, you called Hughie in, uh, in the team for round one and everyone else was like, oh, I don't know. So...
1: Yeah and then yeah. he 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 took the load on that day too against the West Coast he the takes first the time. He took the load nearly every week when he played. Should just yeah played as much that first initial team oh. that played him in round one. Cuz he's someone who can
0: go forward and take a mark. He's someone you can put in the middle. He's a big body. He'll always back into a contest. Like
1: I think this goes back to where is the club at? Cuz if they're just going we're playing people we see in in our future. Mm. To just get them just live through this toughness now because they're going to gel they're going to build that consistency and this is going to be better for them in the future. Is that the plan for these selections that I think are troubling you a fair bit? Because there's been some strange picks.
0: I just don't believe it when I see it. And that's my basis now. Like we're in the midst right now of being Melbourne Demons level 10 year plus rebuild. And I know a lot of North fans don't want to hear that. And maybe this is me. If we come out and beat the Ds next week, I'll change my tune what on that. What if? Wow. <laughs> Which won't what, happen. What would it take though? No, there's, it's not humanly possible. So don't worry about it. It's like saying to me, hey, mate, jump in the pool and just sit on the bottom and hold your breath for 20 minutes. And if you do it, you'll succeed. Like not humanly possible. It's, so, it's
1: hard to imagine after what we've just watched. That's the issue.
0: But we've watched it nearly every week. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm i going to think now games we played well. Okay. First two, did we play well? I would say no, but we ground out those wins, right? The game
1: So long ago, it's like, oh, yeah. just like you said, just win. The only games win, taken. that
0: we've played well in, I would say is the Bombers, the Swans, the Saints.
1: Not that first Saints though, we were there. No, that no, was, that no, was the Saints last week. The, fir- the yes. first Saints game was horrible.
0: <laughs> um, and I'm tossing up the Bulldogs- Before the bye, we played okay. And maybe the Blues when we were down all our defenders. But those last two are 50-50s for me.
1: It was the Sydney game that really stuck out.
0: The Sydney game and the Essendon game. And I'd say the Saints last week. They're the the three games I would say we played well.
1: Which I think I said on the page from the Saints game, a lot wanted to give, give it to the umpires for that one, but they kicked just a goal in a quarter. When they... That is when you yeah you stand up and someone just leads something. Well,
0: we we didn't kick a goal in the third quarter today.
1: Yeah, we didn't we, kick I, a goal. I, I don't think it was a, a single score. I think it was forty. I think we
0: kicked a point, maybe
1: a single point, which but it,
0: yeah, definitely not a goal. So, yeah. you know, there's three games in this season that I say we've played well. Other than that, no, there's other ones we've played okay, which I would say the first two. But is that that's three games under Ratten as well? I know it's under Ratten, but. Clarkson is a better coach. I the Clarkson is the only coach that I believe can come into this club and try and change the mentality.
1: Well, we've said so much that whatever move he does, we just support it like cuz we, we we Clarkson. treat him as the messiah and yeah. cannot wait to see him back.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm so excited for him to come back. There's he's not going to do anything by the end of the season. He's, he's shut down everybody. I don't care. If we lose every game for the rest of the year by 100, I don't care. I'm I'm emotionally done. I'm dead uh, I hope.
1: I hope there's a couple hundred point losses. We need Harley Reed. Well,
0: that's the only hope we've <laughs> got left.
1: Let's try and get that number one
0: pick. But then, what's going to happen is we'll draft Harley Reed, and then we'll start playing all these decent midfielders in our forward line and back line because we don't have any key position players or actual defenders. That's what we've also done, which is something that Brady Rawlings said in the members Q and A that they did through the middle of the week. Is they're aware of how small they've drafted and they've only drafted mids for like five years in a row. We, we, we don't need more midfielders. I would not say no to Harley Reid. I'm not saying don't draft him. But if I'm telling you now, if the AFL grants us Riley Sanders to draft him as our priority pick, do not draft Harley Reid. We do not need two more midfielders coming into this team.
1: No, I guess this yeah, goes back to how well draft knowledge is. I just love playing around with the name Harley Reed, and it's good content because <laughs> it's great. It's fun to think about just tank for the best player. I understand, but I, I think the priority pick and potential compensation pick, if uh, if Harry slash Ben wants to go for a little walk, <laughs> that yeah, that's a big conversation to have later when we see yeah what the hand do is I dealt. Th- yeah,
0: do I think the Air will give it to us? No. Do I think we will get something? Yes, but. Oh, I don't the AFL doesn't care about <laughs> North Melbourne, man.
1: Alright. Well, maybe. Yeah. We need to pivot to what we do care about. Yes. The players from today. All right. Do you want to talk about some individuals? I think we should talk about who we liked. Who oh. did we like from today?
0: Let me go to the AFL
1: app. I think to start off, off, I think we're both very big on Bailey Scott.
0: Yes, Bailey Scott, uh, another solid game. And in when I'm saying as solid as you can be in a poor performance.
1: I like seeing the ball in his hands when he's delivering it.
0: I trust he will dispose of the ball correctly.
1: I think he missed Larky a couple of times. But I just there likes, was a couple. I like seeing him on that wing. Larky
0: did have a yell at him for not putting it on yeah, his chest. Yeah, that yep. was to him. That was yes. to him. Um, the other one I wanted to point out quickly before we get into the players and be more positive was when Lockie Young took that mark in the back, uh, like half back flank area, and he was looking to pass to somebody, and you could see how visibly angry he was that no one was presenting. And he no had one to was kick presenting in that game
1: in so None. many crucial points. No one was presenting. Anyway, that's enough. And it just takes all. It takes is you know you might lead out there. You don't have to kick it to that lead, but you're opening up space for someone else, mm. and that is that's what's crucial.
0: Absolutely. Bailey Scott, yeah, I every time. We're just being around every contest, running past to receive the handballs. He's a good user of the football. Like, we, we're we very lucky to have a player of his calibre on this team. So, I thought he was great today.
1: I think he's – do you think he's probably most improved in the team this year?
0: Um, no, I'd probably say Larky is the most improved going from – I think he kicked 40 goals last year and he's already hit 50.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would say Bailey Scott. Bailey I mean, was also
0: in our top three in the best and fairest last year though. Yeah. But I think he has made a massive improvement. Yes. I would say he's one of them.
1: Um, I think he's, yeah, he's made himself very important.
0: Oh, he's crucial. He's absolutely crucial. Without him running past the contest, we, we have no drive. Like Taron can do it sometimes. Stevenson can do it sometimes. LDU can do it. Other than that, there's no one to push this team forward. So, was not that guy. Sheezer will link up and have clean disposal, be able to pass, pass, pass. But he's not going to be the run break, one breaking any lines and, and running forwards. So, he's he, Bailey Scott's crucial. Um, LDU, let's talk about him. Good, but there was moments where I it, think he could have done more.
1: He was very good. I think we get excited when we see him so powerful charging through. Mm. In my mind, he, he got caught a couple of times today. Yeah, but that's very forgivable because he. Someone's got to take the game on. He takes the game yeah. on, and even just the meters gained from him alone. Yeah, it's so crucial, and he kicked that goal. But I want to give that goal to Sheezle because <laughs> that ball that he centred with that with that vision. Yeah, I think ah uh, was that before or after his. After so you gotta think about his last quarter at Sheasel, he's sended that in to LDU. he's kicked he's it over his head to try. He's kicked yeah. it over his head and we both screamed thinking yeah, that was did. in. And then he's done the snap which I wanna get a couple more eyes on because this is very Tom Lynch last year in the finals sort of stuff. I mean, yeah. we'll never
0: know the answer to it.
1: Can we just get like kilometre tall pole, poles just <laughs> to just to once and for all so we know for yeah. good?
0: They should just like have a little laser or something pointing up and if it breaks the beam or something like just that. Just take
1: all the human interpretation out of it at all. Like all of it. Yeah, let's, just, let's just go all computers, oh, just God. 100% science. Just yeah. get no decision making We at would all. have so
0: many points. It would be oh. awful to watch.
1: But that one there, like, yeah, that, that the one he just skied with that mm. snap. Um, let's we'll talk about know. some,
0: like, I think there, there's obvious good players like Sheasel, David Juniak, Scott, um, some lesser players. I thought Curtis Taylor was good again. Um, once again, not one of the best on the ground, but I think him and Eddie Ford competing in contests is good. And I think that they bring a little bit of a presence around that half forward line. Eddie Ford will jump into any contest and and crash a pack. And so and Curtis Taylor maybe not crashing a pack as much, but he seems to have a way to wriggle out of situations and take a mark or use his body well. Yeah, I think um, Curtis
1: Taylor did his job. We yeah. saw we saw a bit of him. Um, you have to look at how many touches because you know sometimes. I think I said against uh, – I think it was against Hawthorne. Curtis Town
0: had 14 touches. Yeah.
1: Because I remember against Hawthorne, I think he had – I thought he had 20 and had five. Yeah. But it was just like a clean run of getting a couple. Yeah. When he's around
0: but, the ball, I sort of feel a bit better about things now, which is weird after his first half of the season.
1: Well, this is what it's about, isn't it? I think it's, it's what pieces are staying. And I think this is while the club is teething with these are the parts that are important to us and these are the parts we need to work on getting. It's your Curtis Taylors and your Eddie Fords. We say, okay, I'm pretty happy to give them their spot for the next few years and just watch them grow.
0: Yeah. Here's a stat for you that I've just read that how many possessions do you reckon Taron Thomas had today?
1: See, in my mind, I thought he had a fair bit of it. but yeah, I don't, Just give me what you think it'll be. I'm going to say 20. 10. That is crazy.
0: Unless the app's wrong for some reason. He only had 10 touches today. I thought he was a lot better than that.
1: Shows you what happens when it's it's a very like centered on camera touch where he's trying to break yeah. a pack or,
0: I can I've, yeah. I've literally just looking down the list here and it says ten. I can't believe it's ten. I felt like he did a lot more. Like Tristan Jerry had more touches than him.
1: Yeah, and the two goals too. Do <laughs> yeah. we need to have a conversation about him here? Uh.
0: Well. Yeah, I mean, do I think Jerry's a good ruckman? No. Do I think he's a good forward? I mean, in an isolated game today, he did okay. Had
1: a great day. He didn't have a great no.
0: He didn't have a great day. I say, do you remember anything around the ground that he did, or just I, those two guys?
1: I thought his hitouts were okay. Um, definitely. Yeah, I mean, team. obviously Goldie is <laughs> Goldie is the man there. Yeah. But
0: Goldie even got monstered by that. Who's their ruckman? I've never heard of him before. But no. No, I don't know. No, and that's but just
1: because, I, I mean, why would we ever pay attention to Yeah, who cares West about Coast? West Coast? Yeah,
0: <laughs> It's Rich coming Which from they're right, thinking, right now. Which they're thinking about. They're thinking, Who's that other Ruckman that pushed forward a couple of times and kicked some goals? No, look, Jerry, Jerry's improved slightly, but I don't well, think Well, comparing really... it to his
1: standard, that's what it was. This oh. was a good game for him.
0: Yes, but this this is the Aiden Core stand. This is the Aiden Core paradox. <laughs> okay. The Haninco paradox,
1: paradox is
0: The Core paradox is the bar set so low that if you do anything above that you've had a good game. And this is what I think about Jack Zebel. Jack Zeball has had a great season. He was a little bit and he set the bar high early. First half of the season, I think we can all agree he'd be top 3 best and fairest, especially at the start of the year, the first 2 months, right? He was intercepting everything. He was leading when, when North started playing this year, coming out of their back line, we were chipping it around up the field and linking up together. And that's gone now for some reason. But Zebul was always leading that. Then Zeebo has a few bad games, which weren't even that bad. He just kicked the ball out of bounds a couple of times.
1: And sadly, that's the stuff that sticks, Other isn't than it?
0: that, other than the two out of bounds against Essendon, I don't think he's really done much wrong. I really, really don't. And I've watched... All these games. How I've done that,
1: I don't know. I think the other boys on the page But you know what, what I'm the trying to say with agree. the paradox yeah. thing
0: where it's like Zebra has a couple of bad games and we think Zeebo's washed, he's done. And now we think Core and Sherry are good when they're just playing better or Zeebo's playing worse than how or how the, how high the bar was set or how low the bar was set. Mm. You know, Zebu had a better game today than Jerry because every time Zebu was around the ball, he did something. He hit every target he kicked to. He, he might have only had three, four touches, but he, this is... He was know. composed
1: in the last quarter. Yes. We, we saw him just dash through the middle when he had no man on the mark. Absolutely. That's where experience kicks yeah. in. Yeah.
0: Every other player would have stood there and be like, oh, where do I kick the ball? And they'll wait for 30 seconds
1: and kick which it long is, down the line. Which is what I thought West Coast were going to be today.
0: Yeah. But, but they were. We enabled them to be good with our lack of pressure around the contest. That is true. Um. Anyway, we were being positive. Yeah. Um,
1: you're on core. We're talking about core.
0: I think core had an okay game. Yeah, he was fine. He's been fine for a few weeks in a row now. Last week he was he was good.
1: Was um, was was core the one that did that tackle that just deleted the guy off yes, screen? Yes, yes, it was. Oh, that yeah. was so funny. The ball just stayed. 404
0: error on that player.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the ball just hovered, but yeah. the man was just he taken would, out. because
0: yeah, he, he wasn't in frame. You just see bang and yeah. Look, core's been fine. I'm not like
1: I'm not saying core's. Like, he had the one-armed mark as well today too. He did have
0: a one-handed mark. I think corn in the last three weeks have been fine. Yeah. But once again, it's the season as a whole. Because mm. we've seen with the team's form, we can play good and then we'll show up next week and be awful. If Core does this for the rest of his days at North Melbourne, in a few years' time, I'll be like, Core's good. Yeah. But he's been so bad for so long that three good games doesn't change my mind. I know I commented on a post that someone posted and said three good games and I'll believe it. I lied. Like <laughs> Cor has been better now, but he's raised the bar.
1: Every time it's like three. Okay, I'm uh, now five. It's actually five. So it gives you, gives you five. Yeah. Mm, how um, about ten?
0: He's raised the bar for his minimum performance now, though. I don't expect Core now to show up and be just an absolute shambles like he was every other game this season. Mm. But is he? Did did he change the game today? No, but. I thought he was probably the best defender. So,
1: yeah, I, I feel like... Does that make it's, sense it's what I'm trying so, to say? Because yeah, people does. always, obviously it's, people it's know... A, it's a standards thing. Yeah, so you're people saying know that, that I go
0: after Aiden Core all the time. And I think yeah. people listening might just be like, oh, I thought he was really good today, but Josh just hates Aiden Core. And yeah. it's not. that's not the case. I'm just trying to set a level of expectation for every player every yeah. week.
1: What you're saying is that when a bad player has a couple of good games... They're still not as good as a good player that has had a couple, of couple bad, of bad ones. games. Hundred
0: percent. So that's the best way to sum it. When
1: up. yeah, when Zebul's dropping, he's still not as bad as at his best. That's yes. what you're trying to say. Not
0: the last few weeks because Core has been good the last few weeks, but every time before that, that's what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, anyway. I think yeah, I think we're gonna yeah, we'll try and stay positive with <laughs> yes. Core Core did good things.
0: No, Core was Core was solid enough today. Um, why do you think Core's better without Logan the team?
1: Oh, I couldn't tell you it. Maybe that is the paradox itself, <laughs> because yeah, we, well, we we obviously need Logue. It, we absolutely need. Couldn't be clearer. We won't have him until about this
0: time next year. But
1: it's really that grim, we, isn't it? It
0: is that grim. That's our compensation. Uh, our priority pick thing from last year is gone now.
1: It, so it has to be that chorus has just stepped up, and that's as yeah. simple as it goes. He says, there's someone that's missing in the team? Their important part. Mm. Someone's got to fill those shoes and." core has stepped up
0: yes i agree to some degree to some degree core has been better he's been better but this is the standard he should be playing at every week for the amount of money is on he should be playing better than that every week with the money is on but at least he's not a a negative in this team for the last three weeks if anything he has been a positive so there's there's some main core praise for everybody out there (laughs) who's been waiting uh just to touch on the Tristan Jerry thing once again, he's a guy that I don't really think is great. I'm glad he he was better last week and today. I think he's improved um, from his atrocious games after the bye. but I don't know. Goldie's still the best ruckman, and Cord didn't take any uh, call. Who are we talking about, Tristan Jerry? Yeah, sorry, they're the same player to me. <laughs> um, Tristan Jerry didn't take any contested marks. Tristan Jerry, you know, I don't think his ruck works great. If he comes back next year and is the best Ruckman in the league, then I'll tell everybody that I was wrong. But um, he was better today, a good couple of goals, clearly a decent kick. Two goals makes a good case. So at least knowing that he might be able to push forward in spells, if he could be a better Ruckman, that's handy for the future. But, yeah, I need much, much more from Tristan Jerry still. But a better game today.
1: It plays on a part that really pained us today, and that was kicking to the contest. Like, even if he's taking contested marks, Mm. it's just not the team. It's not the team for kicking to contests. Yeah, and I'm not saying Common Jones was
0: awful for the last month, but, you know, he made a presence against the Swans and all that sort of stuff, especially being able to kick to a contest and him actually do something. And the, the week before he got concussed, he wasn't clunking them and it wasn't good enough, but he was at least there. Or he, he was so close to taking like three or four big marks in contests. And we haven't had that outlet. There was one today where Jerry did crash a pack, but he didn't mark the ball still. So we desperately, desperately need that. Some, someone like exactly like an Oscar Allen to pair with Larky. Cause that's the player we're missing. We clearly need to go to kicking it long down the line. So often we need a big guy like that who can mark the ball. I think Coleman Jones could be that, but it's sort of like a Jerry in a core, Coleman Jones is my guy. I said that weeks ago, but I'm holding him to the same standard where he now has to set a precedent for his level in the team. He needs to be taking three or four contested marks a week, you know, a goal or two and be chopping out in the ruck. And if he's not doing that, then drop him. But I don't know. We missed a guy like that today.
1: See, I'm big on, I think this team, whatever it is in the future, keep them together and let them gel. Because even then, just the dropping of the VFL, I know it's an integral part of the sport. Mm. But I, I what, don't. what they will get out of just building that consistency with each other is just only going to make them better in the future.
0: I do agree, but do we have I, – I don't think we need – there's certain players I would keep as a call and there are other ones that I would be bidding off very, very quickly. Because I don't, I don't believe if this call stays together, like say this – yeah, the 25 most played players this season, whoever they are, I don't believe that team has enough potential or skills to ever be able to be good enough. So that's why we need to have a lot of turnover. Clarkson's going to make so many harsh cuttings this offseason. Everyone mentally prepare for a player that we like to go. <laughs> because he Please knows... Please save Hugh
1: Greenwood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, th- I don't think Hugh Greenwood's going to play at North next year. Yeah. Should he? Absolutely, 100%. But it seems to be that way. Clarkson is gonna make some incredibly harsh calls, I believe anyway, of players that we like. If Curtis Taylor goes, I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? Because
1: I feel like I don't think he deserves that. I think that. admin too, I mm. think he said something along the similar lines. It's gonna be a spanner that's yep. gonna shock you.
0: There needs to be. We need to get play, like players who are rotting out of the club. Not potential wise or not ability wise, they're fine. But you need players who come in and can win and can impact and do something instead of like having guys that are passengers but then will show up for a quarter or two max. And we've got a lot of those guys. This team right now in the park does not have the potential to be anywhere near the finals.
1: That, that is a sad line. It's just funny because we, we discussed before the podcast like you said you're going to need to bring <laughs> the happiness I know, here. I I'm so sorry. And then <laughs> to hear that line there, I was like, oh, no, we... No matter what the path was, we found the bottom.
0: We just can't. Yeah. I, yeah. We
1: found our way to just the depressing uh, stuff.
0: Everyone. It's uh, hard.
1: It's really hard.
0: If you've listened to this podcast and I know I'm making you upset, go straight over to North Melbourne close to a flag and be happy again. <laughs> and and maybe, Please come back to
1: me after. Maybe send Josh some essential oils or something.
0: <laughs> yes. I need some Epsom salts stat. That's what I need. But I, I, I honestly believe that's true. And I think, I think, you know, can Curtis Taylor be better than this? He's played really well since he's come back in the team. And I want him to be better, but can he?
1: There's, I, there's only so much of the ball to go around. I agree. I like, think it's 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 about them finding their roles mm, and who's best for it. I, I think I we're we're learning each week. Yeah. I think cuz what we're seeing is a few of them are stringing together some good games, but they're all in isolation. Yeah. So you're having like having a Paul Curtis marquee game today. And you yeah. know you've got Sheasel, who I think did incredible, he's doing incredible things yeah. every week. The guys should
0: We even just bring ACL to Ashcroft should absolutely have been the rising star. The AFL wanted to give it to Ashcroft so bad, and now they can't. And I love that.
1: I think on the Ashcroft thing, mm. start of the year, I just thought Sheasel was the standout. And then Ashcroft had those four games in the middle where he just dominated. Yeah, but if you and plug Sheasel
0: into a premiership level midfield, he does the same thing. Yeah.
1: I, I think with Sheasel, he's, he's you're used to consistency. Yeah. Whereas Ashcroft was doing like the glamorous goals and stuff and you know that's what they want to see. That's
0: what they want to see, absolutely. But we'll um, see
1: now with the Rising Star. I mean, they've got a, they've got a tough decision because yeah. are you going to take it off a guy because he did his ACL?
0: Yeah, I, well, he's was not she- going to play six games. So you can't if – Ash, if Ashcroft was ahead, which I don't believe he was, um, Shizu can't play six more games and perform like he performed today and not get it. It's absolute corruption. I'd be checking Gil McLaughlin's sports bet account if uh, <laughs> <laughs> if if Sheezle doesn't get the the rising star. From he's, here. he's
1: on the way out anyway. You may as well just <laughs> yeah, load up on Whatever points that bet. that
0: bloke is called? Um, yeah, I don't know. Look, not to keep being new, but I don't know. I guess my summing up my point with the team right now doesn't have good enough players. Like at the top, I think we've got Wardlaws, Sheezels, LDU, Larky, Bailey, Scott, those sort of guys. Bill Phillips was very poor today, but I think he's in that category too. Taron Thomas, um, Paul Curtis, even though he's had more bad games than good, but he can get there. You know those guys have a great potential. But how good of a player do you think Curtis Taylor can be? How good of a player do you think Jaden Stevenson can be? How good of a player do you think Lockie Young can be? Kane Turner can be? Daniel Howe can be? I think they may have peaked. Maybe not Stevenson and Curtis Taylor. Maybe they've got another level to go to. I think if you plug, Jaden. Ironically, Jaden Stevens into Collingwood, he's kicks thirty five, forty a year. But he's not gonna be great until we're better. Yeah, but like
1: I, he's he's spoken about this too. I think he said yeah, like I saw just yeah how harsh it is when mm. when a team's doing bad and like you, you might do something. That he said he he was doing he was just hanging out with friends at Collingwood and they'd be like oh yeah that's good for you, Jaden. But at North you see him hanging out with friends. And it's like come on, mate, what are you doing? You need what to are go you doing? work harder. It's just it's it's a hard place yeah. they're in, and I'm a, I'm a big believer that you know there's nothing that we can think or say that the players haven't already thought themselves.
0: I agree as well. They're so, fully aware, but they don't have the ability to change it.
1: Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like that's what's been hard about this because, at least I think. If we're saying things that, you know, they're ironically funny because, like, we know a lot of yeah. things that we say. It's just, you know, when yeah. we're putting the house on LDU for the Brownlow, like, this is all out of just the good faith in the club and we want to yeah. make sure we're, we're bringing in this excitement. I agree. I I, I want to. The players are just, they're in a tough spot and I can't imagine any of them. Yeah. having a having a moment to themselves where they're oh, no, everything's fine but and dandy that's
0: that's the that's the name of the game in this industry so you know like a like a Curtis Taylor is an example it's a, he's a good example because he's played well and I've liked his last three games I think he's done really well since he's come back in but if we were making the finals does Curtis Taylor get in our team probably not
1: I think we're yet to see a guy a guy like that. I, un- I understand. Is, I'm not is, saying he can't do yeah, it. but It's the cop-out answer. It is.
0: Yeah. I, I'm not saying he can't do it, but I don't know a better way to explain my point here, which is there's a lot of these guys that we go, but look, look what he did that one time. Look what he did this. Clarkson knows who's not good enough. And there's going to be some harsh ones that the fans are like, no, Curtis Taylor could have been more. Or I'm not trying to name Curtis Taylor because I think he has been very good the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. So it's, I'm not saying Curtis Taylor should be dropped from the team or anything. But I'm just using it as an example that there's going to be guys in this team that we think have potential that have not done it in, an, you know, in the three, four years they've been here. And Clarkson's going to be like, you're out the door and he's going to bring in heaps of people. And I'm actually genuinely excited for what I hope is a massive culling of this list. And just so many new players to <laughs> oh, come in. I think but It's
1: a sad thing to think about. I don't. I don't. Oh, I, I I don't this think this it is a like, personal thing for me. I get like yeah. wrapped up in contracts and careers, and you know, this is their like their livelihood, and we just get to comment on it and go to a nine to five. You know, it's a real. <laughs> yeah, it's real hard to think about. They're more
0: successful than I'll ever be in my entire life. Kane Turner's more famous than I'll ever be. You know what I mean? As he should be. But I don't know. I'm not. This isn't coming from a negative place at all. I just. I mean. There's players in this team we love. And if we make the finals and we've culled the list and we've got all these new players playing, we're not going to care about those players who got culled anymore. Because yeah. what we wanted, we're North Melbourne fans. We're not individual player fans. So
1: I'm a Hugh Greenwood fan. But <laughs> I know you're a Hugh <laughs> Greenwood. i just sorry. I just cut off every point <laughs> there is. But no, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is you just want to see things happen. You just want to see yeah. movement and say, okay. There this, re- this result, be big change. it sucks. Seventeen losses. So you want you're saying someone's got to pay. So someone's got to pay. You want to see the if messiah, the messiah unfair. that is Clarko, yes. come in and do things,
0: sweep the floor and get rid of so much, even that we think will be harsh, because it's like I said, I really believe it's a mentality thing. I really, really believe it. Like I wouldn't blame Cam Zerhart for one second being in this team for as long as he has losing that many games and getting to the last quarter and being like, I just, we're not winning this. Like, how can you blame a player for doing that? when It's, they're, it's
1: learning, isn't it? Because you know, I you, don't you, think you, can you have a behavior like that for so long. That's like it's trying it's to teach real someone hard to the bounce back. back. Pink. It's, it's hard to bounce back from.
0: Uh, yeah. Like if you've seen this for years and years and years and years and years on end, I don't blame any player for being negative when we get down. Well, but that's what's not good enough and that's the stuff we have to clean out harshly. Will some of those players that we do clean out go to other clubs and be great? Probably. Look yeah. what Ryan Clark's doing at Sydney.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't mean they're bad. It doesn't mean it's they're just, bad players. It wasn't a fit for them. It's
0: just it's not working and we want it to work with this group of players. I would love this team to all hit what we think their potential are and then we'd be making the finals. But they're not going to do that. Otherwise, we'd be better than losing to West Coast, you know, and just being 17 losses on the trot. So I'm not saying, you know, I'm excited to see people's careers go. I'm just saying I'm excited for a big clean out and change because we need it so desperately. And that does excite me for next season. It'll take a few years. Mm. Like someone asked me at the barber shop, they go, when do you think North will be competing for finals again? And at the start of this year, I said 2025. That's when we need to get there. No chance in God's green earth that that happens now. If we make the finals before Clarkson's contract ends, that will be a miracle. I, I, don't, and I don't think that's a negative thing to say. I think it's a realistic thing to say because do I think we'll get there one day? Absolutely. Wardlaw will carry it. Shezil will carry it. Larky's an absolute warrior and should be captain. Um, <laughs> and I think we're building something, but that is not—it's not as close as many people think. It's a lot further away. Doesn't mean it's not, never going to get there. No, I think we will get there. We've got too many young players like the ones I named before that can be great, but there's probably only ten guys on this team that I think max that I think will be there when we make the finals again.
1: Yeah, 10. 10's a real low number in that capacity. If that. Well, one thing, like, to try and provide a saving grace, I do feel like teams turn it around a lot quicker now. I think, you yep. know, you've got the 17th place Collingwood making finals the next year. And yeah. now...
0: Collingwood were a lot worse than they should have been, though. But we're exactly where we should be.
1: Yeah. That's but the difference, think, I'd say. I think we're seeing now is it's it used to be it was a guaranteed five-year turnaround. Yeah. But then there's clubs just hover and then some just have What do these you honestly
0: think then? If I said when do you think we'll make the finals again? Honestly, when do you think we'll we'll do that?
1: I think it's I think 2025 because 2 years. I think next year all that matters is all next year has to be Consistent the whole way through. We need Taron Thomas to keep his feet on the, yeah. the driver's pedal and not foot on the dashboard. And it's injuries we need, as well. We need Clarko to give a full season. We need all yeah. these things to just stay consistent so they can gel. Yeah, And then they get a good preseason under him. They're a bunch of young guys. That's when the charge comes soon after.
0: Do you think in two years' time we're going to be making the finals <coughs> with a fairly similar
1: team than this? Probably I don't know. You're like, allowed I, to say no. I want to. <laughs> it's not w- negative. I it's not say... a negative.
0: It's not coming from a negative place. I think it's a realistic place of just being like, I, I I think from what I thought a couple of years ago of this team, or even at the start of this year, from what I thought certain players would be or how we'd play, we're nowhere near it, and it's just like, I think now I realise we need massive, massive change to turn the culture of the club around. Do I think we've got foundation in place to do it? Yep. Back office staff. We love Jim. We love Sonia. Love Clarko. Todd Viney is a brilliant speaker and can, you know, save the club from being attacked from all angles. And do we have those 10 guys I think can be really, really good in a finals, arguably premiership contending team? Yes. But there's so much junk after that. It's like the Hawks. The Hawks is an example. I don't think there's any passengers on the Hawks. I don't think they've got the talent we've got. I don't think they've got a player as talented as Ward, Laura, or as Larky, as Taron, as Bailey Scott, as any of those guys. I don't think they do. But what they bring is six to seven out of ten every week and there's no passengers. And that will win you more games than having talent at the moment. So we've got the talent. We need to build a core or a group or a foundation of players that know they can win. And those guys will be the
1: icing on top that we've already got. Yeah, it's it's hard to know you can win when. Yeah. Seventeen. Yeah. Seventeen in a row. Um, One more and they <laughs> can legally drive. <laughs> yeah. Give us a card. Give, oh give us eighteen. Lo- no. Uh, we'll see you at the SP it, soon uh, enough. It is, it is Melbourne, <laughs> isn't it? Next week.
0: It's the D's down in Tassie next week.
1: Oh wow, Tassie, which has been just horrendous for us this year. So. Yeah. yeah. Blundstone Arena, terrible food. I'm terrible, not, terrible time for everyone.
0: I'm going to point out a couple of players. Oh, look, I don't want to be negative and so I'm not going to dive in on any of these guys, but I'm just going to have a chat about We've talked about a few we thought were good. There was obviously a lot more that were bad. But just a couple of players to touch on. My
1: um, guessing touches again? No, don't make no, me do no that not <laughs> guessing
0: touches. Just maybe a quick what we thought of their game today. Um, Robert Hansen Jr.
1: Uh, didn't say much, but, you know, debuts often go this way.
0: Yeah, d- a debut... Um, uh, a very lacklustre debut. Don't blame him though. First game, awful performance from the team. You know, small forwards need to play off good players,
1: I think. Small forwards are stitched up right from the get-go. Yeah, when you get
0: it, when you're just, especially when you're just bombing that thing in that long to a guy's four foot ten.
1: Everyone's expecting your Cyril Rioli type goals. Yeah. But you spend most of the game just sitting there waiting. Yeah. So it's a tough <coughs> one, thing.
0: Um, Goda um you know I he think came off for a while he so came it's off. hard to judge yeah hard to we judge. don't know
1: how bad the injury was no that's
0: true um Luke McDonald only had five touches but I didn't think Luke McDonald was bad today I don't think Luke McDonald's been bad for a while um I don't think he's been great but I you know only five touches surprising there's so many players we've got here under 10 touches
1: yeah and that was when they just couldn't get a hold of it for those two quarters they got wrecked yeah
0: um I mean, Jaden Stevenson, I guess, is another one.
1: Like, well, he had, when I said to you, do you think he's had, we, we don't, hadn't looked at the stats. We said, do you think Steve O's had above or less five touches? And it was five exactly at that yeah. point. I think that was before that beautiful run he did on the wing.
0: Setting up Larky for the goal, yeah. Yeah,
1: which is what he's in there to do, which, you know, that matters more than.
0: Yeah. Jaden Steve, a he got eight kicks. touches today. Um, this is the thing. If you have eight touches, you need at least two goals, I think, from the position he plays. You know, I think steve his work rate is great. The amount of times that he was down the half-back line trying to do something there is fantastic. And I don't think he's droppable because there's nobody to bring in. But I don't know. I'd like him to impact the scoreboard a little bit more. His first half of the year was fantastic, I think.
1: I was surprised because, as we know, like, he's the Optus. He's Optus steve So Optus King. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Today- steve Today was the game that I was, yeah. To to be in front of your home fans like that. Is he from Western Australia? No, no. He just, he owns the stadium.
0: You got me for a second there. Oh my
1: God, no idea. I don't know. I don't know where any player is from. (laughs) I never pay attention to that kind of thing. Um, The only (laughs) other player. Jason Nolan is from Adelaide.
0: (laughs) I'm getting choked up. Um, The uh, the two players, the only, uh, the last two I'll mention who I think maybe should have done better. Lockie Young. I think he was pretty poor. And for some reason, he was the one seeming to mark Jack Darling all the time. We made Jack Darling look like prime John O'Brown,
1: which was yeah. concerning. And he took a kick in, weirdly. I don't know what their plan he was stepped, for him. He
0: stepped LDU in the midfield. I don't know he what... He won a centre clearance off the
1: ground. What their plan was for him going in, I don't know, but it worked, man. Yeah. It shouldn't work, but it did.
0: So I'm very confused because... Lockie, like one side, I don't blame Lockie Young for not being able to spoil a mark when Jack Darling is his direct opponent. But yeah,
1: Who's twice his size. Yeah, you know?
0: I just don't think Lockie Young brings anything to the team. And I, the fact Miller Bergman's not playing and he is, once again, is Hugh Greenwood levels of plagiarism. It's blasphemy. It's blasphemy. Last guy maybe to talk about is Jai Simkin. Now, stats suggest he had a good game. 20 touches, um, 10 kicks, 10 handballs. But I just think he did not
1: impact. It's wild to me because, you know, you if you told me that, I would think that Taron Thomas and Jai Simpkins' stats reversed. swapped.
0: Reversed, yep. yep. 100%. I just – he did little things that were good. And, yes, he's coming back off a couple of concussions. I like Jai Simkin. I think he's got potential. But he's someone maybe this year I've been disappointed in. I don't think he's taken a step. I don't think he's any better than he was last year. So I think that's something I'd be looking for him, especially just signing a five-year deal. I think in three years' time, if he's not improved from the level he is now, I'd be worried. But I believe he can do it. I'm not saying he can't.
1: Yeah. But I, I think he's had a lot of good this year. And I think with his run, I think this this was his – this was a struggle today. I'm not saying he's been
0: bad. I'm yeah. just saying he's not taken a step I think year.
1: I think it is recency just looking at that because in a whole, we know what he can do.
0: Yeah, I'd like him to impact games more
1: though, I think. Like –
0: yeah, he, we just didn't, I
1: think we just didn't see it today. I think it's just, I know, but it's I, hard to, it's really hard to look back. And yeah. Think about the good old times, which. I don't think he's
0: been here for any good times. Yeah,
1: I'm just thinking good old times is anything pre-17 game loss. Pretty much. <laughs> well, so last year was good times. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah. All the year before, all the year what before. What are we doing here?
0: So really quickly, we didn't win any counts of anything i'm just looking at the team stats they got more disposals more kicks more handballs more inside 50s more disposal efficiency um i mean okay we won the ins- the efficiency inside 50 by one percent
1: got- a, that's a draw
0: <laughs> yeah which is a draw we got more free kicks we got more hit outs we got more clearances we got more center clearances we got more stoppage
1: clearances you got a cane so- turner smothers on there somewhere or no absolutely not <laughs> Yeah, so that's just that sums up the day, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
0: but like, so it says here we dominated out of the middle, or we dominated around the contests, but it didn't feel like it at all, did it? Because the times we won the ball, we kicked blindly, and it just went straight back over our heads, and they would just run through the midfield, linking up in handballs. Like possessions wise, they got more contested, uncontested possessions. We had seventeen more turnovers than them. Which is a massive oh, I, number. I think
1: that is that's the biggest case there for Ratten. Yeah, you know he's not the one out there making those shocking yeah. mistakes. And you can
0: see here on the marks they had 102 marks, we had 66. Yeah. If that's not, we just sent the ball long all day.
1: Well, I think that's what I said to you. I was like, can we just now? I don't know how exhausted they get out there in the West, but could they not just try the switch just a couple more times? Like retain the ball, control it, get a bit of confidence on it. And then push forward. You know, it was so much kicking to a contest, spoil outside, and then it's, you know, fifty-fifty, who gets it from there? You can see
0: last week Ratten set them a goal for 80 tackles and we got 88 tackles or something last week. We got 67 this week.
1: Yeah. They were they were free to run wherever they wanted.
0: Yeah, we couldn't do anything. But the worst one, tackles inside the Ford fifty. Twenty-six to five. Twenty six to five tackles inside the four fifty. That's and
1: just yeah. We saw we saw that first quarter. I think they got like an easy handball out and a snap, and there was just no one around to stop it. Mm. And we just thought like those are the ones you've got to you've got to shut down.
0: I'm looking here, Dave. LDU got eight clearances. Goldie got eight. Simpkin got six apparently. Um, but yeah, other than that, there's really not. It's a fairly even contribution across the board. But and we're talking like ones and twos. Um, Darcy Tucker, that's a player maybe to chat about. I think he was pretty neutral all day, but apparently six inside fifties, which is. I, interesting. I liked
1: him. I, and I, I swear, I want to say that the six came in the last ten minutes. <laughs> he was doing Probably, yeah, he, he, he was doing a heaps, last quarter, yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, can we just see it for a bit more? Can Bailey we just get a bit more of it.
0: <laughs> Aiden Corf, five hundred thirty-five meters gained.
1: I mean, My word. is he the best backman in the competition maybe?
0: <laughs> I think Darcy Moore needs to I step mean, aside. He, he's got
1: his own paradox, yeah. That, oh, yeah. that was the stat, wasn't it? He, What had he done that was better than Darcy Moore? He held his know. opponent to… I actually I haven't heard this. Oh, the, we had one that we, we definitely posted. It was one of the others put it up. He had actually outperformed Darcy Moore in a certain stat. Unreal. Maybe we'll have to put that one in the, in the show notes.
0: Yes, absolutely. If
1: someone made it this far. but
0: I think we just need more Aiden Court chat in general. Yeah. That's, I, mean, no, I, was, I was lying. I, 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 say I was I, lying I feel, to you. I feel
1: like he's like he might be like your Sean Atley kind of club champ one day. He is that kind of guy. That's terrible. Uh, he's as a quiet achiever of 250 games. If he can actually stay. Can we turn this three game of... This three-game sort of okay form into 250.
0: I'm excited for the day we, we say Aiden Kors had 500-plus meters gained. That was a poor performance. This would be like LeBron James drops 20 and we're like, oh, he was bad.
1: Yeah. That's that's the paradox, isn't it? you compared to your own standard. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. All right. Have you got any more points you'd like to talk about with the game? I feel like we've been negative. We've tried to throw in some positive as much as humanly possible. I've yelled a little bit. Yeah, you've uh, kept me under control and, and swerved when I need. I was on a rant and you've swerved, which I appreciate. Is no, there anything else from the game?
1: No, I definitely just think the feeling is that that was the one for us, and we all penciled it in. Yeah, and the match ups coming soon. It's just, just to go to go play Melbourne, that that is so frightening. But I think that's that's where they're at right now. It's it's what you see. It's like the team dips when they're playing someone. That they probably maybe the should mentality be mentality thing, and then they take it to the teams where they just got no this right is, this to actually is compete like, with.
0: <laughs> do they believe they can win the game? Do do they say they were they, you know? Do I really believe they think they can win? No. Do I think they say that? Yes, but I don't. I don't know if I believe if Simpkin goes up and goes, "We're going to every game trying to win." Yeah, we know, mate. Like. Mm. That give us something that's more than a press conference answer,
1: you know? Yeah. Well we've heard um, we have heard from, you know, some at uh, someone in the club that they're just working ten times harder than any other clubs just because of the position they're in. Yeah. But I think I said this to you before, just about the podcast in general, that the feeling right now is that if you're investing right now, you know, the, the payoff will be huge when this hopefully builds <laughs> to something amazing. But well, that's the thing. It's it? hard to see right now, but, you know, you're buying real low right now and those stocks are going to rise. <laughs> yeah. We just hope sooner rather than later.
0: Yeah, no, that's true.
1: Um, and I like, think, we're grateful, I think, to the people that uh, listen on the comments and the ones that share their thoughts and they at least say, like, at least we've got this community. Well, because that's true. Because it's hard times and it's hopefully, yeah. hopefully all up from here.
0: I'd say from next season onwards I'd say there's some big <laughs> losses to come but from 2024 20, yes, we're going to tra- we're going to traject upwards if we can have consistency with our coaching yeah. and our injuries um I think we will be better next year but we need to recruit and draft well um I think the other thing to say is like I would, be, I would have been so out and probably bailed on this podcast by now if it wasn't for the whole like Bay 29 thing as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was, also, it was a good experience as I bad as the like Hawthorne that. game was. It was a good experience having multiple people come up to, to us when we were sitting at the game saying, you know, a similar thing where this is the reason they turn up to games and this is the reason that they're still hopeful and, <coughs> and still get around the club.
1: Do you know what it is? Suffer together. Trauma trauma bonding Trauma bonding Wasn't that That was the phrase Of your last podcast Wasn't it yeah. trauma, trauma bonding Trauma
0: bonding With big ant
1: Yeah So that's That's how it goes
0: Yeah sorry I have to clear my throat I'm, I'm getting all choked up We're getting emotional At the end of the <laughs> podcast I'm starting to get a bit teary
1: Trying to get tonight. a bit Starting to get dreamy About the future i just <laughs> yeah. Trying to live I think to, about, about to those More
0: Brownlow votes Next year And I start to get a bit A uh, bit hot and heavy To be honest with you but
1: As if she's isn't Stealing them all off at first <laughs> Absolutely
0: I did I did get excited through the week thinking that one day our midfield is LDU, Wardlaw and Phillips. I think that could be very exciting. Um, one day.
1: The best is yet to come. Maybe that's the way You're to You're so positive. That's You're like an angel. Go.
0: It's unbelievable. The shiniest angel of all.
1: It's, it's, real, hard to, <coughs> it's real hard to hold on to that. Do you feel?
0: But I need to clear my throat. So you feel. Just, I, just talk about North Melbourne.
1: Well, if we, uh, if we saw... <laughs> if we if we all watched what we Sorry, watched today, no. yeah, we know that that was hard. But yeah, we never know what's in the future. All right, Sean Atley, club champ. I want to give it to. We were talking about this before that I feel like Bailey Scott just deserves more because LDU and she's they've got their standards, but Bailey Scott today elevated. Okay,
0: well, for three votes, I'm giving Sheezle.
1: Yeah, I think he was a star.
0: For two votes, I'm giving it for the Paul Paul Curtis quarter. I think a spark like that is very, very valuable. And for the one vote, we need to discuss LDU, Bailey, or I did put Aiden Cor down here to give him a little bit of credit, but I'd say he's probably the weakest out of the three.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not going to 250 gamer, Aiden Kaur, <laughs> but I feel like I'm just going to go Bailey Scott because LDU 30 touches in a goal. That's amazing. Uh, I think Bailey Scott was contributing a lot today and I would rather give him the vote then an LDU performance, like, uh, it's hard, isn't it? Because you just it's want to hard. give both a vote. I would say, I'm going Bailey Scott.
0: Should I just give both a vote?
1: I mean, I don't know if you're going to have I anyone. Do I
0: the integrity of the, of the Sean Utley Club <gasps> champ?
1: Wouldn't be. What did the, the English say? It was not in good spirit, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> the whinging part. Nah, times. I don't reckon you can go. I reckon you've got to pick LDU or Scott. No, well, if, you
0: want, if you want Bailey, I'll give you Bailey. I'm torn. I think I Bailey Scott... Don't,
1: don't feel that you just got to look after the guest here. I think...
0: Oh, I've absolutely got to look after the guest. <laughs> no, I'll give it to Bailey Scott. Oh.
1: No, but that, that's the thing. If, if LDU gets Brownlow votes in this game, if they give it to...
0: The Seananer Club champ's is not about the best play on the ground sometimes. It's
1: about spirit. I
0: think it's about spirit and how you impacted the game. That's why I think if it's Brownlow votes, it does go Sheasel, LDU, Bailey Scott. But Paul Curtis's quarter, Sheezel's last quarter... Gave us something. And Bailey Scott all day, I think, was really crucial to driving us forward. LDU was as well. I'm not saying he wasn't good. But, yeah, I think three sheasel, two Curtis, one Bailey Scott.
1: I like that. All right. Pencil it in.
0: Pencil that in. Um, Let's have a little round review. Let's see who – there's a lot of upsets this week in the AFL. So was well,
1: we'll a big upset just then. I can't believe – West <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> coach able to get over the powerhouse yeah, wow. that's north. What a massive upset. It is the upset. We're going to put it on that. It's the upset round. That's the only reason we lost today. That was.
0: If Clarker came back one week earlier, it would have been fine to get that new coach bounce.
1: No, we need him back against for Richmond. That's the one we want to tactically bring the coach back in for.
0: That's true. Who do you reckon is going to be our coach against Richmond? Because we've got to, we've got to bring in a, a pretend new coach.
1: It's, what's Noble doing? Is he, is he free? <laughs> No, is he still? No. At, no, I was gonna say, is he still at Holden? Did you,
0: say, did you say Ross Noble or David? No,
1: David Noble. <laughs> you said
0: Ross Noble. No, I said,
1: what do we think about Noble? Oh, said, he what do you do- think about he doing? What's he doing? Noble?
0: I was like, yeah, we'll chuck him in if you want to. No, no, still be not as funny as how bad we play. Less of a comedy show than our fucking defence. Um, Collingwood Carlton big upset. Uh, Carlton keep in touch with the eight. Well, I think they're in there, which is wild. Their season has been like our game today where they started hot or they started bad, they were good, they were bad, they were good. Probably the other way around, Carlton started good, were bad, now good. But what I'm saying is inconsistent.
1: I think they're up 10 spots in three weeks, which is just madness. Yeah, I think
0: you're totally right.
1: Um, But was there a game this week that wasn't an upset?
0: Well, we got Cats-Dockers. The Dockers beat the Cats. Um, we've got giants dogs. I think I tipped the giants in that one. Okay. I don't, think I that's definitely
1: went dogs, but over in Ballarat too, it seems to be their turf, but not. Yeah. Well, not yesterday
0: Tassie was our turf at one point as well. Oh God. Um, Gold Coast beat the lions. That's wild. they 41 points think, as well. Was that,
1: I think that was their first Q clash win. I think I might've seen could be completely wrong about that. Don't know. I, but I think they, or maybe something since 2014 or something, but
0: mm. Uh, Shout out to Kelly Underwood calling Charlie Cameron, uh, Charlie Curnow.
1: What was the other one you said? And uh,
0: she called them the Gold Coast Lions as
1: well. And I tried to say, I was like, oh, I don't think she's actually that bad. No, she's awful. The Gold Coast Lions is a huge mess That's a massive
0: blunder. Like I would never call, I I was struggling to remember what she said. It's that like out of nowhere and complicated to think of. Anyway, um, the Swans beat the Bombers by two points. Bombers fought back late but just like North little bit, I, I tip uh, that late.
1: but also I say that's an upset and I think Adelaide against Port is the upset too
0: yep Adelaide beat Port I love seeing Port lose I wish Amazing. um, I wish the Lions won because then they'd Port would have dropped a third
1: on percentage it's alright they're going out in straight sets anyway so uh, it doesn't we, really we matter we need a high
0: draft pick mate we could have got the 16th pick instead oh, of the 17th course yeah 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 this is what I'm looking for I, yeah. I, I know what's going down the Saints beat the Hawks. Um, I tipped the Hawks in that one, but
1: I actually went Saints. So, yeah.
0: Dees beat the, li- the the Lions. The oh, Baz Kelly Underwood, the the Tigers <laughs> in the end. Sorry, wrong African predator. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: um, Easy mistake. Sorry, guys. We've so, all done it once.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, we've all been there. Uh, D's beat the Tigers. You Dees just haven't been that impressive, but I'd say that's not an upset.
1: Hopefully they stay unimpressive for next week. And
0: we will not mention the last game of the round.
1: Well, it was the biggest upset of them all, really.
0: It was the biggest upset. You know what's the biggest upset? Me right now. Yeah. I'm so upset. I
1: felt that. Yeah. It's, probably, it's probably the <laughs> way to send it off, isn't it? <laughs> Starting and ending with pure depression. And yes. Not much um, hope.
0: That's the end of the podcast, I think. <laughs> um, If you've listened, if you're listening right now, I... Can't believe how committed you are to this club. I applaud you. Thank you. I, You're I would, the real I would fans. say
1: I think these people out here just are looking for that sense of validation to say, yes, I felt that <laughs> too today and uh, we're all in it together. Just for a little mental health care check, um, why are you guys?
0: Why do you guys love pain who are listening to this right now, you know? Is it a weird kink?
1: It's uh, It's got to be. that it's The lower be. you sink... The horny yeah, you are, the the, uh, <laughs> the 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 rebound is bigger. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's got it's all up from here. But if this yeah. club
0: ever wins a premiership in our lifetime, guys, we are going to anything you do, say, or act like will be stricken from the record because you deserve to act like a complete nuffy.
1: Hopefully, in your lifetime of the next five years, because the stress <laughs> you've got is really yeah. doing a number.
0: I am going to go and dye my hair because I'm grey. <laughs> um, thank you for listening uh thank you for sitting through the game and joining me
1: yeah we we all felt that yeah that was a game um a very sad one
0: thank you for listening to the podcast and i hope you're still here and uh things will get better but let's not act like it'll get better quickly let's just be realistic but positive and uh Follow North Melbourne close to a flag. Yeah. Follow all maybe, them.
1: maybe send some love to a couple of the players. They're, they're, send some love they're to them. If they're you know North today.
0: Fan, ask them if they're fine. Yeah, North ask fan. Ask them if they're okay.
1: Yeah, your, your random obscure player at North, reach yeah. out. Just tell them that we're all in it. <laughs> we're all in this we're together. We're all feeling feelings.
0: What's that theme song off that? We're all in this. That's High School Musical. Is that High School Musical? I shouldn't
1: have answered that so quickly. Wow.
0: <laughs> Wildcats, go team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, we're going to go watch High School Musical together. Um, you guys are going to listen to this podcast and cry. And then by the end of it, we're going to be all happy and united as one. We're going
1: to recommend you watch High School Musical as well because it's it has I to be a mood help. raiser.
0: Yeah, you want to get uplifted? We all – what's the, what's the guy named Troy someone? Troy Bolton. You would know, wouldn't you? Yeah, I knew oh, it. Oh, oh, you, you,
1: were... you, you stitched me up because I was like oh, – if I answer this too quickly.
0: <laughs> we need, that's the player we need. Post that on close Troy to a flag. Boul- only need, one right, man is, can save us now. Only one man can save us now. It's Troy Bolton. Oh. I'm excited for the North Melbourne Amazon documentary that'll come out in a few years time <laughs> of the <laughs> redemption arc. All right. I'm going to go watch the Ashes or something. Um, the F1's on tonight. So I'm excited to see Max Verstappen win by 25 seconds.
1: <laughs> uh, it's not fun at all this it's season, not is fun it? At all. Is the, all right. Here is the question of the week: Is there a sport that is currently fun? Well, because I, I'm not seeing any.
0: I'm an. I'm, I'd say, and other Premier League fans will disagree with this. I am an Arsenal fan, and as much as yes, they did lose the league, it has been interesting to me to see Arsenal be eighth, and people say we're awful, then finish fifth. And people say we're awful because we didn't make top four. Then finish second. And people say we're awful because we didn't win the league. And we've been slowly climbing up and up and up. And people still say how bad we are. So, I think Arsenal was good. Declan Rice, 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 baby. <laughs> uh, Premier League is coming home to North maybe London. We, we
1: need some chance like that, maybe. Maybe yeah. that's how we get things changing around here.
0: Absolutely. That's Marco,
1: don't change any players. Just change the chance. That's
0: the only reason Admin 3 is an admin, isn't he? For the
1: chance. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, mate. (laughs) Sorry. No, he's (laughs) well-informed.
0: Yeah, very true. All right, I'm done. I'm going to have a lay down. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening, everybody. We will see you for the preview podcast. And who knows? Uh, Clarkson's back next week. New coach bounce. The Demons, they're they're shaken. They're scared.
1: It's been fun. In, 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 in some ways. Not all of them. Okay, no. It's, it's been an experience. It so. has been
0: fun in some ways, but not all. Yeah. Nothing more true has ever been said. Just look Quote, after Quote admin one 2023.
1: Really? <laughs> look after yourselves, because, yeah. Stay safe, guys. Um,
0: don't go near any, you know, ledges, cliffs, or anything like that, because uh, it could end badly. <laughs> all right. See you later in the week, guys. Thank Farewell. you for listening. Farewell. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Further North podcast. We'll be back next week with more great North chat. See you then, Bruce Benz.